Match Lava, and you're listening to the Road to Freedom Pod. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Match Lava, and today is Saturday, July 31st, 2021. It has been a very, very busy day. I have had a lot going on. I've gotten a lot done. I'm happy with it. So let's just get into it a little bit, and then I can kind of discuss a few things that have been on my mind. So I got up early today, 7 o'clock, which I love. I, I saw my alarm went off at like, I think I set it for 6 this morning, which is early for Saturday. But for me, like I like to get up early if I can get up early. Like I feel better about my day if I get up earlier. So set it early, ended up getting up at 7, got out of bed, had some coffee, read a book a little bit, and then went inside and got to work. And I had some stuff that I've been working on personally, more like career-wise and stuff like that for my day job. And eventually I'd like to go full-time with reselling, but I just don't think that that's feasible right now. So I've been working on some other things for my day job to try and improve kind of my situation with that. So worked on that a little bit. And then from there, I entered the sneaker releases today. And we had a few releases that were pretty decent for a Saturday. We haven't had a really big Saturday in a while. So we had the SB pair of Dunk Lows that came out, the Dunk Low Pros. They were pretty decent. The colorway was interesting. It was called Abstract Art. And overall just a very very kind of almost Patagonia looking shoe I mean I think that Nike may have done some Patagonia collabs before I'm not sure I think that they have but these are almost they look kind of like like one of the like weird abstract Patagonias that people wear they almost look like the the color blocking on those and stuff so overall decent looking shoe I personally wouldn't wear it if if I was given the opportunity to resell it but if somebody handed me the shoe and said you're not allowed to resell this you can either wear it or keep it in your closet I definitely rock it it's a it's a cool looking shoe so good profit on those to be made and then we had another pair of dunk lows they were called the light soft pinks they were a women's dunk low and then a pair of Sakai blazer lows and Sakai did these amazing blazers with Nike when they first did their their release with Nike they did all these crazy cool colors I mean they popped they looked amazing I remember seeing them when they came out and then ever since then it's been very lukewarm I haven't been that excited about many Sakai releases they've done a couple waffles that have been all right but other than those I mean these blazers haven't been anything to write home about and these weren't too bad they were the iron gray blazer lows but they are basically a Sakai Blazer Low that was gray and black and white. I mean, there really wasn't anything special about it. It didn't pop like the other Sakais, and it's kind of a bummer. I mean, you can only do so many colorways that pop and, and look good together. I get it, but this is kind of their job. <laughs> like, if they're doing collabs with Nike, they should be able to figure it out. They have enough time. So I just I wish that there was more with it, and then they're doing this British tan or British khaki coming out later in August. But overall not the best colorway however i managed to hit the sakai blazer lows and the light soft pink dunk lows on the same account so not really sure what was going on there nike was really loving on that account which going through that account i realized that nike picks different accounts like there's something weird i don't know if it's like when you create your account you get a random number and then like based on that number nike's going to favor you or maybe it's based on how much you buy i I don't know what it is but there's something about this one account that i have that does really well i mean like it has won me several hype shoes it has won me i mean today it hit 
twice, which I don't think I've ever had that happen for two decent releases. Like, I've hit, like, okay, they're releasing a random pair of LeBrons and a dunk. Okay, I've hit that because the LeBrons didn't sell out. But I've never hit two separate things that were going to sell out. So that was cool. I But, like, going back to what I was just saying, they definitely have to pick separate accounts to, to win more. They just have to because I'm looking at my account that I use on my, my iPhone, and it looks pretty good. Then I look at the account I use on my iPad. It also looks pretty good, but it looks even better. I mean, like, it hits a lot more than any of the other accounts that I've used. And then I look at the one my dad uses on his iPad, and I think the only thing he's ever hit was the Drake puffer jacket that came out in, like, November or maybe, like, October of 2020. And then the original pair of like air, not the original pair, but the air zoom ones that kind of looked like the Dior ones that came out. I forget what they were. I think they were like racer blue air Jordan one, uh, zoom airs, like the, the comfort zoom ones. He hit those. And so that was like, I'm pretty sure that was like very, very like beginning of 2020, maybe like, maybe like March, April, May ish, somewhere around then. And then one other time in 2020, and then he hasn't hit anything since. And he's entered, like, multiple times. Every time I'm home on a Saturday, I enter the release, and it never wins. And I can see how people get frustrated with this app because it is – if that's your only account, if you don't have multiple accounts, you don't have multiple phone numbers to enter in and stuff like that, or you don't – I guess you could buy an account and stuff too. Some people do that. If you you don't have that and you just have this one account and it wins you two things and they suck – because the Racer Blue Jordan 1s weren't big until the Dior Jordan 1s came out, so they weren't really reselling that well. And then the Drake Nocta Puffer, like, that thing, I didn't make much money on at all. I think I made, like, 40 or 50 bucks on it. So imagine those being the only two things that you've wanted. Maybe that's you. I'd encourage you, get with some family members and get them to make you accounts and run them for you. Because, like, just, just whenever there's a release, just text them, hey, here's the link here's the shoe, enter for this, and, and you're done. And and it's much better on your part. You can even give them a cut of the profits and stuff, or maybe they're nice enough to do it for free, whatever you want to do. But it's just, it, it's kind of eye-opening to see, okay, like I've hit, I've hit all these big hyped releases on one account. I've hit some other hyped releases on a few other accounts. And, and I've seen this, like the one account that I've hit, the, 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 what were they? The Union 4 off Neuer, colorway or maybe they were just Neuer I don't remember what the actual name was but the colorway for the Union 4s that came out last year I hit those on an account that same account hit the University Blue ones it hit I think it hit another pair of like hyped up ones maybe the it was either the Hyper Royals or like just another pair of ones that was super super fire and I think it hit another hyped pair of like off-whites at one point so like it's done insanely well for, for just being your regular run-of-the-mill Nike account where, like, my dad's account, no idea what's going on with that, but it decided that we're not going to ever hit anything except, like, very low-profit items or non-profitable items. So it's it's just it's funny how that happens, but if that's you and you're like, I, the sneakers app thing doesn't work, I'd encourage you either find an old iPhone, get an old iPhone. You can probably get one for, like, 50 100 bucks, or talk to people around you. That's the cheapest and easiest way to do it. And just talk to them and say, hey, would you mind entering for this? preferably people you're friends with that are trustworthy so they don't steal your credit card information but yeah just just do that or use their credit card and and Venmo them the money for it and stuff just whatever works but make it work for you because that could totally make you a lot more money than you're making right now if you're just using one account you're never hitting so that happened today and then I got back after it did a little bit more work for my for kind of like more day job work and then 
took a lot of photos today. I took a lot of photos of old inventory and I kick myself. I kick myself for not listing some of it sooner. And and I know this. I know it's like the one thing that I need to do better is list faster so so that I can make profit when it's there. And I just sometimes I don't do it. I overlook it. I decide not to do it. I decide, hey, I should get more sleep because I haven't slept. And then I, I just I, I screw myself over because in, for example, McDonald's did this Pokemon card release at the beginning of the year, okay? And it's February. I remember this like, like it was yesterday because it was not that long ago in retrospect to like how how long I've been alive but like it was still like six months ago but I remember everything about it incredibly well and it feels like it was just yesterday but it was in February and I bought all these cards to sell they're going for like I think retail is two bucks a pack you get them, you could sell them for like 10 to 15 bucks a pack and I never sold them and I don't know why I didn't sell them I mean it was just my girlfriend was home and I decided I'm not selling these because she's home so I'm just gonna wait until she leaves and then I think she she ended up leaving and then I ended up not listing them and it was just stupid it was it was dumb I wasn't too busy to to take 10 minutes walk downstairs take some photographs and then walk back upstairs and list them like there was no need to not take those photos I would have made probably an extra few hundred bucks and instead I just let them sit and I thought eh, maybe they'll go back up near the end of the year like bad way of thinking because they're a McDonald's item they're going to make mass production of these things and overproduce them and now they're going for two to three dollars a pack so basically what I bought them for so now I could sit on those and hold them forever or I could try and resell them and get my money back I'm not really sure what I'll do I'll probably keep a few packs end up selling the rest just to get some money back and stuff not that I need it but I'd rather have it now it's going to make me more money than those packs just sitting there because I think that they made so many that all the people that bought them are trying to liquidate them so that was like one of the things there's been some other things that I've had sitting that are just like why did I buy that or why is that not listed or yeah like I bought that in February March or why didn't I list that yet and it's just it's items that would have done really well but I never listed them and now the, the opportunity is passed so that's another thing just make sure you're being diligent about that and and I'm trying to fix that because I know that I have an issue with this and the way I'm trying to fix it is by bringing in a VA so I've been talking I've been working with this VA I think I'm making it more complicated than I need to be just being quite honest with you uh Zach the guy I had on my podcast last week he hires VAs very quickly and fires very quickly and it works for virtual assistants I guess for him because He's more comfortable doing that, and he virtual assistants aren't like they're moving somebody out of their their house and moving them across the country or something like that, and like they had to find a new apartment and all this stuff. Like you're not bringing them in physically; you're just doing it virtually. So if it doesn't work out, you just say, "Hey, this isn't working." You know, you can go find a new job. There's there's literally millions of jobs on Upwork, so it's not like a big deal. You're not really causing them any financial burden or pain by having them move and move their family or kind of pick up and leave their job and then leaving them stranded without a job. Like it's very plentiful to get jobs on Upwork. So it's not a big deal. And it's not like they're leaving another job to come to you. They're usually just picking up something else on the side. So anyway, I got talking to this guy. He seemed all right and had a video interview with him just because I've heard that's what you're supposed to do. Ended up going really well. He's made a lot of money on Upwork. So it shows that he's been a very good worker. He has very positive feedback, which is good. And I had him do some listings for me. And honestly, they weren't that bad. They were not bad at all. I thought that they would be worse. Um, but they weren't, they were, they were pretty decent. Uh, there were some things that I didn't cover in the training videos that I made for him, which is fine. And then there were some things that he just didn't do. And I was like, Hey, you need to make sure that you put in all the item specifics. And I made him a review video and just sent it over. I said, Hey, here's like a four minute video. Watch this, correct this stuff. And then we can get 
to work depending on what you want. That's the other thing. The guy will not give me what he wants to per listing. So if he's too high, I'm just going to say, hey, sorry, that doesn't work for me and, and go find somebody else because now I know what I need to do. I just need to find that person, give them a test, which I have the test account set up. So it's very simple. They come in. I give them like three different items. I give them and I can give them the same three items now that that guy had because I can compare them. I'll just take some screenshots of what he did and compare what the new guy does to him and say, okay, well, this person is either smarter or not as good at making listings and then bring somebody in that's either as competent as he was or even better so like I have a baseline now which is good but I need to actually do the work and get the person in so I messaged him he seems a little bit slow which is kind of not what I want but at the same time I'm not somebody who has consistent listings ready anyways so near Q4 I may and that may be a problem so I'm going to talk to him a little bit and see what he thinks about that but I made him the video and sent it over their timing is different than than what we're on I think it was like 4 a.m when I sent it over his time or 3 a.m so like he probably hasn't seen it yet but hopefully he can get back to me and with a decent price and stuff we can just get to work if not I'm not not afraid to just grind a little bit now go find somebody else and bring them in and teach them it's not gonna be that hard so anyway that's what I've been working on but yeah he did a good job I mean I was pumped I was pumped with the listings he did I thought that they were going to be worse. They ended up being better. All I ended up doing was taking, I think I reviewed it a little bit, but I take a screenshot of the item in my spreadsheet with all the information I need for him to have before I take the photos. And then that way it's just right in front of them. But what I think I may do is just put them into separate file folders. It's probably not sustainable like when I'm way, way swamped or something like that. But right now, doing the screenshot for myself but then throwing them into separate folders and stuff would just be easier because sometimes I forget to take the screenshot ahead of time. Then, I don't, and then I'd have to go back and rename it. So if I just make like folder one, folder two, folder three, folder, folder four, and make like a bunch of folders and then just throw pictures into them, it may be a little bit more manageable for him. I'm, I'm still debating that and stuff, still trying to hone down my process of, of getting these photos conveyed to him. Maybe I could just have them search the item and then pick one that looks the same because there's only probably going to be one item that looks similar. But when you're dealing multiple sports card boxes, I don't want to accidentally give him, like I don't want to give him like a, a Topps Fire box that he's supposed to list and him accidentally put in a Topps Chrome box because some bozo on eBay listed as a Topps Chrome when he searches for comps, he sees that and then picks the one that I have that's not correct. I don't want to have to deal with that. But at the same time, I don't want to be sitting there for an hour trying to put the photos in the right order so he sees that the screenshot for the card that says here's the item name here's the skew and all that kind of stuff is before the whole string of photos that he's supposed to have so I don't know it, it is it's kind of difficult to explain I guess if you can't see it but mainly I just need to figure out what I can do to convey to him here's the item here's the name of the item here's the skew for the item go list and everything after that would be good the pricing didn't look bad from what I saw. I need to go back and look at one of the prices that he had for, for one of the items that he had listed because it didn't look spectacular, but it wasn't it wasn't super suspect or anything like that. It seemed like it could have just dropped in price. Uh, pack Oreos that I picked up that was limited edition that you can no longer get, so I'm fine sharing it. But like it was just something where they were going for like 50 bucks a pack, and now they're, he had it listed at like $19. So... I guess the moral of today is when you get items in, get them listed as fast as you can, if, especially if they're hype items, which we all know. But sometimes you get distracted and sometimes you forget about them and then you open a box like a month later and realize, oh, I never listed this and now it's not worth anything and I can't return it because I bought this item from a Shopify site or some site that doesn't support returns. So anyway, all that goes back to say that 
it's just been it's been a good day i mean i've gotten a lot done i've been super productive and got all those photos ready to go i'm trying to liquidate a lot of of my sports cards and stuff like that that i've been holding on to sports cards are just so lucrative i mean when you're looking at a pack of donruss optic like a mega box from target that retails at 40 bucks a box and right now that same box is going for 200 to 250 on ebay and there were kids that were hitting with bots i mean literally hitting hundreds of those boxes i mean just incredible profits on these things and i just look at that and go man if i just would have been able to hit those because i was at work and i couldn't i couldn't run my bot when i was at work because i just i was busy that day or whatever but if i would have just been able to hit those that would have been a freaking killing to make i mean literally thousands of dollars in profit on those things that kids are making and i'm like well i got four boxes of these things or three boxes like very good profit for me but I'd obviously like to be making thousands, not just hundreds. And and that I guess that sounds a little bit, I don't know, like that, that doesn't sound how I wanted it to sound. But if we can make more money and, and we see an opportunity, we want to go after it. You don't want to be held back, is I guess what I'm saying. I'm very happy making several hundred dollars. Don't get me wrong. But the opportunity was there and I knew how to take advantage of it and I couldn't. And that kind of, that that is what had me kind of upset, I guess. So anyway... That's what I'm going to be working on, getting a lot of that stuff sold, getting a lot of my stuff liquidated, getting some capital back, and then uh, from there, going to approach Q4 and go after it with basically everything that I can. I mean, put all my effort into Q4, really, really attack it. Any items I see that pop up that look like they're going to be the next Cocomelon or the next PlayStation, hit them hard and make my money while the sun is shining. Because once that, that kind of changes, if something were to change the economy or whatever, it may be it may be much to dip more difficult for resellers to make money so while things are good right now i definitely want to take advantage of that so anyway i'm gonna get going but hopefully that helps you guys out you guys have a great rest of your saturday and i'll talk to you tomorrow with another podcast have a good one peace <laughs>